Hi, I am Sarah Noble, your host for the Modern Day Intuitive Podcast. For over 25 years, I've been on a spiritual journey, searching, learning, expanding, and growing. I've traveled the world, led by my heart, on a quest to know myself so that I can support others. This podcast was created from my deep desire to help you connect with your intuition and to inspire you to create a life where the impossible becomes possible and you live into your sacred dreams and desires. Thanks for being here and enjoy the show. Hello, my loves. Welcome to the show today. Thank you for being here and for listening. It's always such a treat to be with you. Our caller today is Sharon Rolf, and Sharon is here because she has some questions and concerns about her money blocks. This leads us on a really intriguing conversation and reading where we look at how everything you want is already alive inside you, that speaking and being your truth is a portal to being heard, how reflecting each other's greatness rather than needing each other is a potent and powerful practice. We look at the importance of living your life unedited, that no one outside of you can give you the love you long for. It has to come from you first. We look at allowing yourself to receive all the love that is yours, including letting money love you. So before we dive in, I wanted to share a little bit about Sharon and the work she's doing in the world. And for most of her life, she felt invisible. And when she retired, she wondered how she'd know if she was living her best life. Well, today at 75, she's a motivating influencer, an author, a podcast guest, and known on Instagram as the queen of courage. She loves to help others live meaningful and impactful lives with wisdom and confidence and to find their inner spark. I also wanted to remind you that the new website is live and my free gift, Ignite Your Intuition, is available for you. So many people are downloading it already. I just love, love, love what is happening, this desire to develop your intuition, to come alive and to live the wild and wonderful life that you are meant to live. There is a link in the show notes. There's also links to find out more about Sharon and her free offer, A Call to Courage, Three Tips to Awaken and Ignite Your Inner Spark. So enjoy my reading with Sharon. Namaste. Hi, Sharon. Welcome to the podcast. How can I help you today? Well, hi, Sarah. I'm considering whether or not I have some blocks around money as it pertains especially to my business. I feel like I'm doing what I'm meant to do, but that I may also, I've been waiting for the season to be right for people to both hear and receive my service and know that they need and want me. Thank you. As you're talking, I'm just watching the energy and it's spinning really, really quickly. Like it's forming an image of Do you know a circular saw, like that circular blade? Oh, yeah. My dad was a carpenter. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So you're showing me that circular saw blade. And interesting, right, that that reminds you of your dad, because 
we're we're going to head back there and this money block that you have it's connected in with your dad so maybe would you mind telling me a little bit about your dad and your relationship with him please oh it was somewhat non-existent he was sexually abusive with my older sister and somewhat with me but i pretty much kept my distance from him and just really come in the last month or two realizing how I kind of made a vow to be invisible so that he kept his hands off me and that that vow may be impacting my effectiveness now. So I've been working on that for four or five years, actually. Mm. Yeah, that's a big journey, my love. Thank you for sharing. This journey, this path you're on into opening, right? Like you closed, you made yourself invisible, you made yourself untouchable. And that was necessary for the circumstances that you grew up inside of. Mm -hmm. Safe. Yeah, exactly. And now here you are on this big adventure of wanting to bring a beautiful message into the world. And it requires you to really go deep into you. You are the path, you are the portal into everything that you want. It's nothing outside of you. It's, mm -hmm. it's all your internal landscape and the things you believe and the parts of you that are still afraid to live into life because of what you experienced. And there was a nuance in the way you said the words as you're bringing your work to the world, wanting people to need you. That stood mm -hmm. out for me. Mm -hmm. And what I would offer in that is that rather than having people need you, it's more about you needing you is what is caught there. What is the, the sticking point that isn't moving you forward? Okay, say that again. Me not needing myself. No, you really needing yourself. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, like the the little girl inside you, the young adult mm -hmm. needs you to stop turning away from yourself and turning towards yourself, which you are already doing. Mm -hmm. There's just a much deeper level that's available to you. So what comes up for you when I say this? Well, I want to be heard. That's always been important to me my whole career. And being seen is, is not a big deal. I've often been deliberate about choosing pretty clothes, colorful clothes. And so being seen is uncomfortable with that. But being heard has, I guess, felt like a, a blockage, maybe. Uh, what is it that you really want to say? Well, I'm motivated by uh, retirees and boomers who... I have potential with all this time freedom and they are struggling with finding a purpose in retirement. And I think the world is hungry for them to express their true self. And I can help them know who they are in the, their authenticity and inner motivation. That's a beautiful purpose. Thank you. How often do 
you outside of work and outside of your career, but in your personal life and your personal relationships, how often do you practice saying and speaking what you really desire and your truth without worrying about what people think or say or do? Well, I don't worry. I got rid of fear in my life a long, long time ago, but I typically in a room of people, I'm one of the last ones to participate, even in coaching school, I tend to summarize things and give books or quotes as sharing my wisdom and summarizing. But because I'm, I'm limping alone now and have been for 10 years, I've often had roommates, but I haven't lately. So speaking what I want, yeah, is uh, difficult and you know, there's that vulnerability, but um, that makes it a little scary, but I I usually embrace vulnerability. So I guess my answer, Sarah, is that I haven't had to practice that very often. Yeah, that's going to be a beautiful place for you to explore, because what I understand and experience about growing your business, it's not saying what you think other people want to hear, It's saying the truth of what you came here to say. So you will grow your clientele, your business, your work in the world by living the truth of who you are. Yeah, I feel like I'm doing a pretty decent job of that on Facebook on a daily basis. And I've just started in the last couple of weeks, starting to call people and connect again, catching up with them. And that feels really good. And sometimes in that conversation, I have a chance to tell them what I'm working on. Yeah, that's going to be a muscle to strengthen for you that will significantly help what you're doing. A muscle to strengthen, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, these parts of ourselves, right, that we just haven't used in a while or we're never taught how to use. They're just like a muscle. It gets atrophied. There's nothing wrong with us. It just needs some support and a little practice. Mm-hmm. And as you're you're diving deeper into this space of helping others, the more you can speak your truth, the more you come from your place of authenticity, mm-hmm. that is what is going to draw people towards you. Mm-hmm. It's not about them needing you. Mm-hmm. We don't need each other. We I mean, we do at a a basic like survival level, we need love, right? As humans to survive. But as far as like having healthy interdependent relationships with each other, it's beautiful to want to be in each other's company because we are reflecting a truth that that other person wants to bask in. Rather than you have something that they need, and then there's this sort of you might be better than them, or you know there's a hierarchy, and then it gets into all sorts of mucky, sticky things. Whereas when we sit across each other as equals, just reflecting something to one another, we open a beautiful space where magical transformation happens. So what what's kind of happening for me is I've been chatting with this fella three, maybe four weeks out of state. And 
And I, I've often told my girlfriends, I want to be, because I've never married, but I want to be pursued. And that's kind of my stake in the ground. I want them to, you know, chase me or I want to know they want me. But I'm kind of getting the sense that I should speak what I want in a clear, non-judgmental way. And I might actually get it. <laughs> <laughs> And look at this wise part of you, right? Like it already knows. Yes. So so that, that waiting in, in that regard, that might be a picture waiting to be seen. And I try not to be too chatty because that might bug them. But at the same time, we've had a couple little connections that were pure and authentic and it just felt good. Yeah. Bring all of you to your relationships and your opportunities. Don't edit yourself. Don't hold anything back. Like let yourself live fully alive, all of you. Well, and I'm not used to having fun or being out there on the edge with with happiness and fun either. How does it feel to be experiencing some of it? Um, Healthy. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's really important to me to do it in a pure kind of way. And, and that it's felt like that. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to circle back just a little bit over to where you said about that desire to be chased. And okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the part of you that is needing someone else to validate you. Right. If somebody is chasing you, they are saying you are worthy. You, Mm -hmm. I like you. I'm validating you. Mm -hmm. So, where to dive into that is for you to validate you, for you to know your worth, and for you to chase you. Like (laughs) you are the one you've been waiting for, my love. (laughs) Nobody else, you. Yeah. Give that to yourself first. And then you won't need anybody to chase you. You'll go out there and be like, I choose you. Come over here. Let's talk. Let's see what you've got to say. (laughs) Yeah, I've started often in the morning actually looking at my face after I've washed it and and kind of saying how lovely or I have this lofty question that I ask myself, why are you so incredibly beautiful, slim and competent? Well, I'm not slim and I've always been on a diet kind of, but just to look in my own eyes. And then I've also started giving myself some hugs. And uh, one day, I, I think I hugged myself five or six times and it was a, a, a nice feeling. Yeah, it is. It is so nurturing when we love ourselves, when we give ourselves those things that we've been taught we have to look for outside ourselves. Like we need Mm -hmm. someone else to give us a hug. We need someone else to tell us that we're pretty or we're enough. When really, if we don't believe that deep in our own core about ourselves, we're not going to believe other people when they tell us that either. So it just doesn't work. Yeah, I about a year ago, it dawned on me that I could cherish myself. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, because I always had looked for it outside myself. So. My confidence, confidence is such a good word. I'm, I'm fairly comfortable with where that's at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that word cherish that you used because it is, <laughs> right? Like we cherish ourselves. It's, it's a very beautiful word to use there. 
I could add that to one of my lofty questions each morning. <laughs> can I cherish myself today? Oof. Yeah. yeah. When you ask these questions, do you answer them as well? Like, do you give yourself feedback? Well, somewhat, because it's my way of testing what might be in my subconscious. So like when I say I'm a millionaire, my response to that is, it's because I'm serving people in a deep and authentic and genuine way. And yeah. then another lofty question is, why am I surrounded by love? And I, I can feel that emotion, but it also is the result of the service that I provide. Yes. The universe is always in what in the Andean traditions we call Aini, which is right relationship. Mm -hmm. Everything is in an equitable amount of giving and receiving. And the universe is always looking to give to us. And then we aren't able to receive it. Yeah, so. I when I go for my walks each day, I, I'm always looking for the abundance of growth that is freely given to us to enjoy. Mm. You know, the animals and the sun growing all the plants and flowers and trees. And um, so, so I can add to that, giving me love to cherish myself and to cherish my clients. Yeah, like I see you on your walk, just opening to everything, like letting everything love you. I see a flower <laughs> loving you and a tree loving you and the neighbor's dog loving you. And oh, yeah, that's where I get my kisses. <laughs> <laughs> like allowing yourself to receive all the love that is yours. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, you had come in you know, asking about money blocks. And we've gone around the mulberry bush, <laughs> as my kiddos like to say, of looking at these different parts of your life. What do you see from our conversation differently about you and money now? Well, maybe money is inside of me. <laughs> Tell me more from what you're saying about me needing a much deeper, richer sense of loving love that, that as that blossoms and flows, it will be authentic uh, friends and culture that receives authenticity and purity that I bring. Mm, wow. Yeah. Just drink that in for a moment. Feel all your words. It's kind of scary and exciting too. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Nearsighted is the, the word. Like we're nervous and excited. Yeah. Yeah. We're scare sighted, <laughs> scared and excited. <laughs> <laughs> what are the ways you think you keep money out? You don't let money love you. Well, <laughs> Even when I've gone on vacation my whole life, what times I have, it's like I keep getting irritated that I got to pay for the food and I got to pay for the room and I got to pay for excursions and I got to pay. It's like, it's not, I get to, 
it's like, okay, spend some more money here. <laughs> you know, enjoy it. So it kind of takes some of the fun out for sure. I don't often spoil myself with money. Well, what if money was like the neighbor's dog? <laughs> he just so automatically loved me. And say that again, what if money were... What if money was just like your neighbor's dog? Like, what if money loved you the same way and just couldn't wait to see you and give you kisses and love you? I can't wait to to explore, right? I can't wait to pay for that meal on your vacation. Oh, I'm so excited. That was a great room you chose. I'm so happy to pay for it. Well, and on my affirmations um, that I've started doing this last month, two ways I want to spend money is on beauty and pretty clothes and pretty shoes, but also tasty food and um, exploring adventures, trips. And I can feel that joy when I, when I use that affirmation now. Yeah. Money wants to give you all those things. And Right. The way that money is able to give you those is through many different ways. It comes in through your work. It can come in through unexpected checks in the mail. It can come in through abundance of a free trip or there's, there's so many ways. It's not just money, right? It's the whole frequency of giving. Yeah. I, I just applied to be considered as a speaker on a cruise ship and Gosh, that's kind of exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so open, right? Open to receive Mm -hmm. the gift that of of that, of them saying yes, because that's how you will create it. Mm -hmm. Is by you allowing yourself to open to the universe, to God, to spirit, giving you what you want. Yeah, I sometimes ponder the references in scripture about that your joy may be all. <laughs> and um, I haven't spent a lot of time thinking of all the ways that my joy would be full. Maybe that's what I need to journal, you know, about. That your joy would be what? I'm sorry. Full, F U L L. Got you. Yeah. Well, the more joyful that you are, the more joyful the world can be because you are a part of everybody and everything. Mm-hmm. And so when you fill yourself with joy, you allow that to be a possibility for others. It is a very giving act for you to create joy in your life. Well, in these conversations I've had the last couple of weeks, I'm seeing where I'm contributing to somebody else's life just by giving them a referral or telling them about a good book or giving them a recipe I found that's making a difference for me. And that's a a nice feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you also taking time for yourself and going on a walk and going on vacation is contributing to other people's lives. Because when you fill yourself, you have a capacity to share more of yourself with the world Mm -hmm. rather than close. And it's in that opening that we change the world. 
So letting it all in, mm -hmm. absorbing, ruminating, delighting. <laughs> yeah. And not just in the stuff that you think is good, you know, like quote unquote good. It's allowing the things that you don't like as well to also bring you joy, to also receive them and not turn from them, try to hide them, make them wrong. But true openness includes everything. So those parts of you that you might feel shame around or guilt around, it's knowing that they are just as valuable as the part of you that is joyful. They have a lot of treasure to share with you. And they want your love. Chew on that, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, those parts matter. Yes. Where would you like to go from here? Well, I'm, I feel like I'm a pretty good uh, self-correcting person. So I, I chew on these nuggets, these golden nuggets <laughs> that you give me today and, and journal about them for sure and look for open windows of, to be seen and heard and actually ask for what I desire. I didn't want to say need or want. I, I, I want to move beyond the because uh, desire would be more of the intuition and the fullness, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I love to say your desires are a sacred gift from spirit. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because it's also hooked to your purpose and what you're here to give. Mm -hmm. So, very nice. Yeah. There is a some information dropping in of opening your third eye, like finding practices that connect you with your intuition, that allow your intuitive gifts to open. And I know we did talk a little bit about that in the beginning, you and I. There's there's an invitation for you to get going on that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I certainly could improve my self-care. Um, I have done a couple days, on, like on a Saturday, and just was calm and reading or drinking my tea and just nothing on my agenda but to be calm and centered. And that felt luxurious. <laughs> Another really good word that I love. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, does this feel like an okay place to land today? Yes, yes. Well, thank you for being here and sharing with us. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you for your gift. I receive it and feel deeply seen and heard. Thank you for being here today and making your personal and spiritual growth a priority in your life. To learn more about connecting with your dreams and your intuition so that you can create a life full of possibilities, visit me at www.sarahnoble.com and see how we can create magic together. A big thank you from my heart to yours for making the planet a better place for us all.